Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mai, good evening. It's half past five and this is update for Thursday, 2nd of February from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sports, business, sea watch, travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person tonight. Staffing levels of nurses at Noble's Emergency Department failed to meet safety standards throughout the whole of 2022. Ledco completes its final reading of the 2022 Energy Bill. Trafficking gangs are deemed a wicked problem by police. Household rubbish dumped in the Creamery's carton recycling bin. And following on from others, Ramsey rates are up. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now with the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Lewis Foster. Faster my Lewis. Faster my. A serving British soldier who went AWOL will be sentenced at the Court of General Jail Delivery after admitting importing cannabis into the Isle of Man. Jordan Ashley Brayford from Stoke-on-Trent pleaded guilty to producing 14 kilograms of the Class B drug and possession with intent to supply. The staffing level of registered nurses in the emergency department at Noble's Hospital didn't meet safe standards in any month last year. Figures released by the health minister show the highest level the hospital reached in the year was 73%. And Ramsey Commissioners is raising its rates for the next financial year by 4.9%, which will be the second highest rate on the island. However, the local authority says it has to find a balance between the operation of the commissioners and the financial pressures of its residents. In the international news, the sister of Nicola Bully, the 45-year-old missing since Friday morning, says she feels like she's stuck in a nightmare. After she vanished, her dog was found in St Michael's on wire, as was her phone, which was still connected to a work call. Charges including attempted rape and assault against Manchester United forward Mason Greenwood have been dropped. Prosecutors say key witnesses have withdrawn and new materials also emerged. And the boss boss of British gas owner Centrica has apologised for alleged practices used to install prepayment meters. An investigation found the company sent debt collectors who broke into customers' homes. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with more at six o'clock. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. This evening and tonight going to be rather cloudy with the cloud perhaps becoming thick enough at times to produce a little light rain or drizzle with minimum temperature around 7 degrees. Uh, Sunrise is tomorrow at uh, 3 minutes past 8 and sunset tomorrow night is 3 minutes past 5. The outlook tomorrow will be largely cloudy with the continuing threats of some patchy rain and drizzle. Highs of 11 degrees is moderate to fresh. Southwest wind falls light during the afternoon. Another fairly cloudy day on Saturday with a few outbreaks of rain possible during the afternoon. Top temperatures around 10 degrees. High water today is at 9.53 tonight at 5.5 metres low water. Uh, early tomorrow morning at 10 past 4, uh, 2 metres. Then high water again tomorrow later uh, in the morning at 10.16, which will be 6.3 metres. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com.
The staffing level of registered nurses in the emergency department at Nobles Hospital did not meet safe standards in any month last year. Siobhan Fletcher has more. Douglas North MHK David Ashford asked the Minister for Health and Social Care to confirm what percentage of shifts were adequately staffed in each of the last 12 months. The hospital uses the health roster system, which manages nursing staff rotors across Nobles and Ramsey hospitals. It shows the percentage of shifts filled by a registered nurse compared to the intended staffing level. The system is designed to indicate a risk to safe and high-quality care where staffing levels fall below 85%. This is Manx Care's target fill rate. A level above an average of 85% but below 100% is considered a risk, but it is acceptable in most locations. 100% indicates staffing was satisfactory and as planned. In his written answer, Laurie Hooper confirmed the highest level the hospital reached was 73% in February 2022. The lowest, by comparison, was 61% in October 2022. Therefore, he confirmed during the 12 months ending the 31st of December 2022, registered nurse staffing levels did not meet safe standards in any month within the emergency department. He added recruiting to nursing vacancies, which currently stands at around 20%, is one of Manx Care's key priorities. This plan intends to improve nurse recruitment and increase on-island nurse training in what is a very challenging environment, both on-island and in the UK. Trafficking gangs who force people to into carrying drugs and criminal cash to and from the Isle of Man are a wicked problem. That's the stark admission from Chief Constable Gary Roberts, who says there is no short-term solution. Today, details of Operation Artemis have been made public, a nine-month campaign by his officers which saw 14 people convicted. The people who deal cannabis are often sophisticated, organised criminals who can be ruthless. And the exploitation of some of the people in, in this case has been pretty ruthless. It's the way that they've crossed the border and the way that bookings have been made and, and an extensive number of people have been used to bring drugs to the island. It's sophisticated in the way the network operates on the island, so that's people who coerce or cajole others into supplying drugs and looking after drugs. And it's sophisticated in the way that some of the um, vehicles that we've seized have been adapted so that they have within them secret compartments within which the drugs were hidden. So at every level it's sophisticated. And then the laundering operation involves money leaving the island and entering the banking system in the UK, there's some sophistication to that too. I think there are people, maybe not necessarily on this operation, but in others where they have received really significant threats. So there was a case two, three years ago where a man had his pet dog shot by an organised criminal group in Liverpool to force him into doing this. We've had cases where we know that shots have been fired at people's homes in Liverpool, and as a result, they brought drugs to the island. So we're dealing with really wicked, nasty people. And It's understandable in some ways that vulnerable people get drawn into this. The challenge for society as a whole is to spot the vulnerable people and to do things to protect them. And that ranges from changing the educational approach, the input we give to young people about the dangers being exploited, through to upskilling professionals, I think, across the whole of the public service so that they understand what to spot. If you look at the profile of people who are in the prison in Derby, many of them are in there serving long sentences for drug trafficking. So the chances of being caught here are pretty high. The sentences generally are higher than they are in the UK. The more successful the police are, the more debt they create in the market and the more risks they create and the more dangers there are of people being sucked in because they have accrued those debts. It's a wicked problem and that's one of the ways it's a wicked problem. There's not a solution that I can think of, in the the short term at least. What's your opinion on the Update News Agenda? Email update at manxradio.com or call 682 631. 
The Energy Bill 2022 completed its final reading in a short 15-minute Legislative Council meeting this week. Phil Gorn reports. The bill has been introduced to ensure that we retain reliable supplies of energy in this time of abnormally high energy prices and some energy companies in neighbouring countries ceasing to trade. The bill gives new powers to the Council of Ministers as well as strengthening an existing one to help ensure continuity of supply. While the powers within this bill are only expected to be used as a last resort, they do give government quite significant power to act subject to Tynwald approval to assume control of an energy supplier's assets in order to ensure that public supply of gas continues in an emergency situation. Speaking at Tuesday's sitting, Bill Henderson expressed his deep concern over energy companies making outrageous windfall profits, describing their profiteering as a moral scandal and called for the companies to feed back their massive, excessive profits to the public. Rob Mercer called on government to speed up plans to introduce more sustainable energy for the Isle of Man. Kerry Sharp added that the public want government to move more quickly in shifting away from fossil fuels. Mover of the bill, Tanya August Hansen, acknowledged the concerns expressed in the debate but added that government will return with more detailed legislation on energy in the future. She added that the Isle of Man legislation is quite dated compared with neighbouring countries. Miss August Hansen also wished to make clear that while it is very important to note the global energy situation, Manx Energy companies are not making the vast profits that the larger global companies have announced this week. The bill was passed unanimously in Legislative Council and now awaits royal assent. A serving soldier who went AWOL from the British Army has admitted importing more than 14 kilograms of cannabis to the Isle of Man. Tessa Hawley has this report. Jordan Ashley Brayford from Bentley in Stoke-on-Trent appeared at Douglas Courthouse again today. The 29-year-old entered guilty pleas to producing the Class B drug and possessing the substance with intent to supply at the sea terminal on the 27th of January. The court was told the cannabis had an estimated street value of more than £284,000. Brayford was arrested by police on Monday at the Ramsey Park Hotel after reports that he'd been missing from His Majesty's Armed Forces since the 2nd of January. The following day, he appeared before High Bailiff Jane Hughes at Douglas Courthouse, where he admitted being absent without leave from the 25 Training Regiment Royal Logistics core. Military police had been due to travel to collect him and return him to the Normandy barracks in East Yorkshire, but the court was told today they hadn't travelled to the island. The prosecutor told magistrates the situation had now changed, with Brayford facing more serious matters than simply being AWOL from the British Army. A social inquiry report has been requested before Brayford, who appeared in court wearing a grey tracksuit, is sentenced at the Court of General Jail Delivery. There was no application for bail and he was further remanded until his next court appearance on the 17th of March. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Well, the Ben McCree left Haysham at uh, five past two this afternoon and is just coming into Douglas Harbour now. Uh, we'll be turning around and heading back off to Haysham at uh, quarter to eight tonight 
and should be at Haysham around about 11.30 before coming back on the overnight sailing at 2.15 uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, should be back in Douglas Harbour tomorrow morning round about 6. For more information, head to manxradio.com, click on to news and then click on to travel. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. Ramsey Commissioners has raised its rates for the next financial year by 4.9%. Commissioner Jim McGuinness says the decision process to setting rates is long and difficult. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper spoke to him about the authorities' decision. I think every single time the rate review rolls around, uh, it is a long and difficult decision, obviously balancing the various requirements of Ramsdown Commissioners from an operational perspective and trying to make Ramsey a better place, but also balancing the financial pressures that the people of Ramsey are under. It's always going to be a difficult decision. And what are the main factors that you had to consider when you set the rates? I think the overwhelming consideration we had this year is the uh, large inflation rises that the whole world, uh, Western world seen over the past 12 months. The cost of living is going up and the cost of utilities and that that knock-on effect is is making it very difficult to project forward what the next 12 to 15 months will look like. Are you confident that the rate that you and the commissioners have set and will carry you through the rest of the year? Yes, I'm comfortable that we uh, will have a break-even point for the for the next year. But obviously, we live in such volatile times that we've been as prudent as we can. But there's there's no uh, there's no way you can possibly predict that far into the future. I would be a far richer man if I could do that. How much did you take into consideration like other other authorities' rates? No, as part of the rates process, we took into consideration other other authorities. Not at all. It's very much apples and oranges because each penny of rate represents a different amount of money per authority. Manx Radio Business Briefing. The UK avoided falling into recession at the end of last year, according to the Bank of England, and faces a shorter, shallower recession than previously forecast. The economy is now expected to have eked out growth of 0.1% in the final three months of 2022, the bank said, compared with a previous prediction for a slight fall. The bank now sees Britain facing a shorter and shallower recession than the one suffered during the 90s, with five straight quarters of falling output that will leave the economy 1% smaller over the next year. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed higher as investors digested interest rate hikes by European central banks and the latest move by the US Federal Reserve. US stocks were mixed, highlighted by a vault upward by tech stocks following the Federal Reserve's latest interest rate hike and ahead of another batch of earnings from the tech industry's biggest players. Oil prices were steady after tumbling in the previous session as a weaker dollar boosted sentiment, though looming sanctions on Russian oil products added uncertainty over supply. And gold prices extended gains to touch their highest in more than nine months. Closing prices, uh, FTSE 100 was up 0.76% at 7820. The DAX also up 
2.16 percent at 15.509. At 5.15, the Dow Jones was down 0.38 percent at 33.963. S&P 500 up 1.34 percent at 4.174. Nasdaq up 2.86 percent at uh, 12,153. Exchange rates uh, pound will get you 1.226 dollars, and we'll get you 1.122 euros. And commodities gold finished down point uh, one point. 0.66% at $1,917 and Brent crude oil uh, also down uh, 0.12% at 82 spot $88. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. Isle of Man creamery bosses have been left with a sour taste in the mouth after bags of household rubbish were dumped in the creamery's carton recycling bin at Tesco. Two bags of waste were found amongst the cartons where the bin bag was emptied, raising concerns over cross-contamination with general waste. Creamery managing director is Finlay McLeod. If people put litter in the, the bin, then it means that the, uh, the people who turn the cartons into other products uh, have to sift through the, uh, the the cartons and it adds to the cost and it's, it's something which the creamery is actually paying for you know we have set up this scheme and we, we decided as i said a couple of years ago this was the right thing to do to if you like complete the circle having introduced 100 percent recyclable cartons we, we thought there's no recycling capacity on the island for the cartons at that time. So we basically set this whole scheme up ourselves and it is run at the expense of the, the, the creamery. So it is frustrating when people throw other items into the bins. If this sort of thing continued, would it be something that you would maybe think about having to withdraw at some stage? We, we would have to consider it if it became a frequent problem. So far, it, it's you know maybe every two, three months we have uh, an incident and I would hope it, it's not going to get any more common than that. We're very, very pleased that actually we've got the, the highest bring-back rate of cartons uh, in the British Isles. Uh, it's uh, sitting at over 20% of our cartons actually being recycled. And uh, that's a real credit to the uh, consumers on the Isle of Man who are in the first place buying milk in a, a recyclable container, uh, but also taking the time and making the effort to either use the creamery's recycling collection uh, service, which we, we supply for uh, our doorstep customers, our doorstep delivery customers, and also the sites at the civic community sites and at Tesco. So it, it really is disappointing if, uh, if, if the bins are, are abused and people chucking uh, other uh, items into the bins. Manx Radio Sport. 
With your update sport this evening is Manx Radio Sport editor Rob Pritchard. Fast am I, Rob? Fast am I. Good evening. Starting this evening with golf, and a Manx golfer is making her professional debut in Africa today. Two-time Isle of Man ladies champion Anna Dawson is taking part in the Magical Kenya Ladies Open, an event on the Ladies European Tour from today until Sunday. The Peel player teed off for the first time at Vipinga Ridge in Mombasa this morning. It's been a challenging first day for Anna on a notoriously difficult course, as she finished nine over par in the first round this afternoon. The event has an overall purse of €350,000, with the winner taking home €45,000 and the first ladies' tour trophy of the season. Anna's involvement comes off the back of a successful campaign in 2022. It included national and international amateur victories in the prestigious Faldo series before she earned a Category 16 at the Ladies' European Tour Q School in December last year. Turning to football, and FC Isle of Man are inviting fans to play alongside players, all in aid of a local cause later this year. Ravens Soccer Aid 2023 will be held on Saturday, the 29th of April, at the Bowl to raise money for the club's charity partner, I Listen, as well as the club itself. Fans will be able to play alongside the club's players across two teams who will compete to win the inaugural Dave Whittle Cup. Each team will consist of 12 fans and 10 players, with fans over the age of 16 able to enter a ballot to be part of one of the teams. The fans' ballot will open tomorrow. And finally in hockey, a Manx hockey star has played her part in helping her UK team take a prestigious indoor title in the last week. Sienna Dunn represented Repton Ladies, who took part in the Super Sixes indoor finals at the Copper Box Arena in London on Sunday. Dunn and Repton beat Bowden Hightown 2-1 in the semi-final before a commanding 6-1 victory against Buckingham in the final to take the trophy. As well as domestic success in recent weeks, Dunn will also be part of the England Under-18s Girls National Squad for the 2023 season. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Ten minutes away from six, uh, police aren't reporting anything on the roads down at the airport. Uh, everything looks good at the moment. The Liverpool and London Gatwick uh, flights departing at six and eight o'clock are showing us on time. Arrivals from Gatwick at uh, 7.30, that's the EasyJet flight, and also Liverpool at five to eight, and London City at five past eight, all showing on time at the moment. Uh, on the roads, Douglas, narrow lanes and temporary uh, pedestrian crossing on Victoria Street continues. Uh, Princess Road is close for patching work and temporary lights on South Quay uh, just on the approach to the Battery Pier 24 hours a day for works. Heading south uh, Port Erin, temporary lights on the Bradder Road 24 hours a day for work on that retaining wall also in Ballabeg uh, by the Arbury Parish Hall for work on that new crossing. Uh, in the west uh, Peel, temporary closures uh, around East Quay for the work on the uh, surface road surface and pavement until April uh, next year and also in Glenmain, temporary lights on the main road 24 hours a day by the Herpin Bend for tree felling. Finally, in the north, uh, Boldrine, temporary light on the Boldrine Road, 24 hours a day for cable laying. Uh, for more information on the works mentioned, go to manxradio.com, click onto news, then click onto travel. Massimo Tyres, budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at. A former pub in Ramsey, untouched since its closure in 2014, could soon be transformed into flats if a planning application is successful. Lewis Foster reports. The site opposite the Manx Electric Railway Terminal is owned by Heron and Brearley, the brewery, which wants to transform it into 10 flats. The building itself dates back to 1847 and is said to be Ramsey's only example of Victorian Gothic architecture. Previous plans to have it demolished were refused in 2021. Pictures taken recently inside show damage caused by a leak from the pub's flat roof. 
HMB says existing timber roof joists, now sodden, are collapsing in places and dampened mould is prevalent throughout the building. Some floors are also said to be sloping, making access dangerous. In a design statement, the brewery says it would build six one-bedroom flats in the part of the building dating back to the 19th century, while newly reconstructed extensions would be needed to house three two-bedroom flats and one single-bedroom apartment. To be granted a change-of-use application like this, the applicant has to prove that the site is no longer commercially viable or cannot be made commercially viable in the future. H&B argues the Britannia, like many public houses on the island and further afield, has suffered from dwindling trade caused by declining pub use and changing social trends. The number of pubs in England and Wales, it says, has continued to fall, hitting its lowest level on record in 2022. More recently, it says inflationary pressures caused by soaring energy costs have further reduced any viable hospitality options for the existing Britannia public house. Finally, it says the pub has been closed now for 10 years, and unlike other rural pub closures, there are still several pubs and bars within walking distance, reducing any impact a change of use would have on the local community. To comment on the update news agenda, call Manx Radio anytime on 682 631 or email update at manxradio.com. And finally, the Ottomans national cricket squad will travel to Europe later this month for an exciting T20 series against Spain from the 24th to the 26th of February. Team captain Matt Ansel explains how much the youthful Manx side is looking forward to the contest. Yeah, big challenge. I think Spain are ranked a couple of places ahead of us, so at least by the ranking side of things are better than us but I suppose over the the six games we'll find out who the actual better side is I think it's a a big opportunity for us as well in the fact that with six games in three days you get a lot of tired bodies in that sort of time frame so I think it'll give us a lot of opportunities to actually see a few new faces and test out a few different things as well instead of obviously going into tournament completely win everything mode you're able to give more opportunities to other people but looking forward to it You've got more players involved, in particular looking at this squad going to Spain, there's quite a lot of young blood in there as well. How good does it make the Isle of Man look in terms of how many players it's starting to bring through, not just in general, but that can compete at this level? It's really good to see. I think whilst the squad's young, it's no longer inexperienced, which it used to be. So I think there's a lot of those lads who are young 20s who've played, would have played 10 games now, at least representing the island on a bigger stage. Even some of the lads who are just 18 have also played like 10 games, played their first game in the international stage when they were 15. So whilst young, definitely not inexperienced. What would you class as a successful trip to Spain? First and foremost, you never go into a game hoping not to win. So I think naturally... Yeah, every game will go in hoping to win the game. Performances from people as well. I think when you get to play these international games, you kind of play the game in a different light. Playing the game over here is completely different to playing it across. For the most part, everyone in every single game that we played and everyone who's put on the Isle of Man shirt so far has been able to deal with the pressure tremendously well. So you hope in the six games that you get the same results. Some people step up, put big performances on the board. And yeah, hopefully come out with a few wins. That's it for updates compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Lewis Foster and producer Rianne Evans. After the news at 6, Shackler with Fiona McArdle tonight. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley is at 6.30. A little light music with Morris Powell is at 9. And after hours with Rianne Evans at 10. If you're an update podcast listener anywhere in the world or anytime, night or day, thank you for making updates the Isle of Man's most subscribed to news podcast. 
Whatever you're doing tonight, keep well, stay safe. Great. Now that I have them, and hopefully they're attached to the rest of you, then please be aware that those of you of a dramatic bent might like to join us in The Green Room, the new podcast available via the Max Radio website. Join John Walker and myself in conversation with some of the notable names and characters associated with Manx amateur dramatics. Old hands, new faces, on stage, backstage, shows, festivals and more. The Green Room Podcast. Listen to it now via the Manx Radio website or subscribe via your usual provider to receive all future editions. The Green Room Podcast. Dramatic chat, which won't leave you seeing red. Island Hearing Limited, your local hearing care specialist since 2009 with branches in Port Erin and Ramsey. We provide the very latest hearing aid technology available, which you can try at home with excellent aftercare and a wax removal service available using microsuction. Give us a ring on 830-722 or visit Island Hearing at One Station Road, Port Erin. We're happy to help. Island Hearing, always listening. Enjoying what the Isle of Man offers and would like to move? Manx Solar Electrical, the island's leader in renewables, are recruiting for plumbing and heating engineers, electricians and administration staff. Google Manx Solar Electrical and talk to Martin or Peter. Come to Manx Solar Electrical When you want the best Conquer all conditions with Maxis Tyres. From city cruising to off-road adventure, Maxis has a full range of tyres to suit your vehicle and needs. Every tyre comes with a lifetime guarantee, so you can be confident in Maxis tyres' quality and reliability. For tyres you can trust at highly competitive prices, visit your exclusive local Maxis dealer, Keyside Tyre and Service Centre. Don't delay, have safer tyres today. Keyside! Harry Ramsden's world-famous fish and chips can now be enjoyed at home. Pie and mushy peas or sausages and curry sauce. Exclusive frozen brands at ShopRite Douglas.